Oh. What a fucking track. I love a chick that can fucking admit she sits on cock. <laughs> it's great. It was so empowering as a kid. Like, you know how now it's just like, oh, don't talk about the cock. Fucking talk about the cock because it scared you as a cock. Because she was. It a, scared you as a cock. Absolutely. It? No, not as a cock. <laughs> <laughs> That. We're obviously recording yeah, the second yeah, of two are, shows. We are. had a bit to drink. I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. And this is the 80s montage. We've got something very special we in have. store for you tonight. We have. And it's not about cock. <laughs> Surprisingly. It's surprisingly. Russell Mulcahy. Russell Mulcahy, guys, the amazing sort of video clip director. I love him. Yeah. And I think... When you think of all the videos he did, there's something special in each video that you remember mm. that you wouldn't remember in any other video. Yep. You know what I mean? There was something like he was a big fan of the sheets hanging from the ceiling in the smoke machine and the, you know, the the, the Blitz kids and stuff like that. And, and that became 80s, like that, that oh, sort of vision yeah. of the, it you did. know, the drapes and the smoke and all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's Russell Mulcahy, but that became, you know, very iconic 80s, that look. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of people tried to copy it. Oh, absolutely. Like he would have been, you know, there was it, it was quite an interesting character because sometimes he would do a video and not think he'd get paid for it because it was so shit. But then the artist would be like, no, this is the best thing I've seen, you know. Oh, wow. But Russell Mulcahy for me was the start of art and I think not only an incredible video guy but went to do, went on to do movies and stuff and he did Queer, uh, the Queer Show, which was incredible. The first one that was the ABC TV show, he was yep. the director of that. Um, Queer as Folk, that's what it was. Uh, I watched a video with him talking about that last night, Mm -hmm. incredible. But he just, I think he just a lot of the time just basically blitzed his way through a lot of these songs, you know. Um, Yeah, but Russell Mulcahy. So if you don't know who he is, he's from Melbourne. He's from Melbourne, isn't he? Mm. Now he did a lot of video, you know, that's where his sort of artistry really, really took off. But he also did a couple of films as well. In 1984 he did Razorback, which is a sort of, I guess, you know, it's about a massive wild pig in the Australian outback, sort of terrorising. It's a sort of, I don't think he intended it to be sort of like a B-movie, but it was like a B-movie in the best possible way. It's fucking awesome. Check it out, Razorback, 1984. He also did uh, the first Highlander. Mm. He did Highlander with Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Um, and Sean Connery and so forth. Like that was massive, 1986. Yeah, yeah. And that was quite a, um, you know, that was quite a franchise as well. That went to sequel and so forth. So, yeah. Good. Yeah, well, that's right. Mm. Yeah, so he did go on and do things. But the things he did that we all remember nostalgically are video clips. Yep. And Sex Imer was one of those. Now, Sex Imer, if you remember that song, it was quite powerful. You would probably hear it at Chow's in Dandenong if you lived near Clayton or Oakley. Yep. Um, Blue Light Discos. And it was one of those tracks that would not be allowed anymore. Uh. And this is Berlin at their best. Ah, Yeah. Because then when they did Take My Breath Away, that was very commercial, that yeah. Giorgio Morodio thing. Like the Metro and Sexheimer and I even like um, No More Words. I love yeah. stuff like that. So the video clip was based, I think it was a bit like 
the the one with Samantha from uh, a bit like the model. Didn't she come alive as a model in the video? Very good, very good video. Yeah. Um, a lot of materials and bright colours, a lot of bright colours and just a lot of sex, a lot of sexual energy. And I think that's what Russell really tried to put across was the sexual energy because mm. that's what sold. Yeah. But it also thrilled you and it didn't make you want to go and do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a bit confronting at the same time. So he made his cha- uh, his start at Channel 7 and he was a film editor yeah. there. And they approached him to film, like put some sort of original footage together to film sort of a, a film clip for uh, uh, Nilsson. You know that artist, everybody's talking at me. He put a clip together for that. That amazes me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no one was doing it. This no. is the thing. yeah. So he saw this hole in the market because a lot of video clips were live stage clips. Mm. You know, like you'd see Pat Benatar live or whatever. So he decided to put a story to music and it didn't really matter whether it made sense, it was just the visual aspect. So you could play it on TV. So it was accompanying yeah. footage, you know. Incredible. Mm. So and song. it's big jobs doing this. So we're going to look at ten of his videos mm-hmm. that he did which – you know, if you've seen them, you would remember something about them because there was something special about them. Yep. Course Sexheimer, Ripper song, brilliant song. Now this is like I Feel Love But On Speed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a you know huge I mean? influence, yeah. Yeah, huge influence and really, really good track. Terry Nunn, like the woman's incredible. And very European sounding. I was yeah, 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 so Euro disco. surprised when I realised they were American band. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's right. Very different sound and and that's why they really couldn't get out of the undercurrent because you used to hear this at nightclubs but you'd never see. You would see it on stuff like Rock Arena or late shows at late that mm. were, were allowed to play it but it was pretty much banned, you know. Yeah, that's it. Because it was Sex Ima, you know. Yeah. And she said I'm a slut in the song, yeah. even better. Now the second song we're going to look at, that he did was an interesting one because this is the one that really broke him and people started to see what he was about. As a kid, this was my first single I ever brought. The front of this song reminds me of record jumping, like it's like when a record jumps, like when you had a record player. And I love that about this track because it was sort of spooky. And then you had, of course, the beautiful Kim Carnes who is even more beautiful now. Like I think back in the 80s she looked like a man but now she looks beautiful. Ooh, hey. hey. So we're going to play this one. Russell Mulcahy actually also did this track and this is a ripper. Here we go, Betty Davis Eyes. Yeah. 
Does this remind me of the spot? Yeah. Do you know I only sung it a few times? Yeah. It was right. very me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing I love about Kim Carnes is she was quite androgynous as well. They dressed her up a bit manly. Yeah, sort of and she tailored had that, suits and stuff. That's right, and the Rod Stewart y sound. That's right. She was like the female Rod Stewart. Yeah. I fucking love this single. I remember the green label on the record, mm. just the black Betty Davis eyes and I made my dad take me to Brashes in Southlands to buy the single Yeah, and that's all I played <laughs> for fucking weeks. Awesome. Now we were doing the clap, clap, ch Yeah. Ch-ch. That was his idea, Russell Mulcahy, and a really clever idea because it was quite gothy. Yeah. Quite camp. Yeah. Russell was camp though, without a doubt. He was amazing. That Like he had a really good eye mm. for what young kids would like to see. Yeah. Now this interview I've got is with Kim and Russell. Great. Now Russell never knew what the fuck he was doing. Like he doesn't know how all this happened. Because yeah, sort of so humble that's in that right. way. You know, and just, just went. Creator drifting through. Absolutely. So let's have a listen to this interview with Kim Carnes and Russell Mulcahy. We had really no idea what we were doing. I thought um, you knew what you were doing. No, I, didn't, I never <laughs> knew what I was doing. We sort of made it up. Well, you know what? You faked it really good. Okay. Thanks twice. So I was cutting another video in England and Steven Spielberg had seen that video. The Betty Davis Eyes video? Yes. And an assistant knocked on the door and said, um, Steven Spielberg called you about the video. And was a talk to you? And uh, she said, "Oh, he's busy." <laughs> For real? So, yeah. For real. Yeah. So, did you ever talk to him? No. Come on. <laughs> no, because no, I was busy. So he's got such a great sense of Aussie humour. Yeah. Like you can take the guy out of Australia yeah. but you can't take the Australia out of the guy. Yeah, they would have loved him for that. Oh, for sure. Um, mm. So, yeah, this video, the the fact that w- this is how I see our stage show mm. with Rewind 80s yeah. if we had a budget, yeah? Mm-hmm. Fans. Fans. Fucking fans <laughs> coming out of our ass. I don't care. Stick it up my ass. <laughs> let it work. Yeah. I'll bend over and fucking blow everyone's hair back, right? <laughs> I used to be able to do that in my young years, not so much anymore. Anyway, f- fucking sheets hanging from the roof, you know, mm. hands coming out of the walls. Yeah. With gloves on. Yeah. Just just incredible. Yeah. Amazing. I'm not too much big onto the costumes of this sh- thing, mm. but I love the mystery in it. Yeah, just the feeling of it. So 
they look like they're really good friends. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. But the fact that Steven Spielberg rang him about this video, probably to give him a job or wanting him to direct something. Yeah. Is and the fact that he's laughing, like, oh, oh, oh well, no worries. It'd be like Madonna ringing me and <laughs> yeah. me missing that call. Yeah. Going, oh, Madonna rang. Then ah. how the fuck? Anyway. Oh, my God. I'm off to Cairns. Like, yeah. It's fucking, it's good. It's a good attitude to have. Yeah. And I think this is why he's been so successful. It's very sought after. Yeah. Absolutely. And he was an Aussie. And he really did put style on the map. <laughs> now, there were a lot of really great Aussies in the 80s yeah. that did this that if you want to look into them, you'll be amazed. Yeah, you know? yeah. We've done an episode about Boy George and um, our Aussie boy that was um, his favourite guy, the fashion episode, remember? The guy from Sunshine. Um, what's his name? Um, oh, bloody hell. I can't believe I can't remember anything. That's, I'll look it up. Stuff like that that you don't realise that Australians, you know, even someone like Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Moravian yeah. guy. Yeah, Moravian exactly. kid. Yeah. It, it just takes all types but he's also quite out there too, Flea. Like they're very Aussie in the way they approach things. It's like nothing's ever too big. Nothing's ever too small. Nothing's ever too big, you mm. know. So Betty Davis says that was the interview with Kim Carnes and Russell Mulcahy and I think that's a pisser because – I would have rung him too if I had have had the money. Lee Bowery, babe. Lee Bowery, yeah, that's right. Lee Bowery. There was a lot of really talented people. I worked on an ad campaign campaign not long ago, and um, you know, beautiful ad, really well sort of uh, funded. It was very sexy and misty, and there were flames, and there was sort of you know d- draping costumes and all of this. And I said that to the director afterwards, I absolutely love it. Mm. It's, it's it's very Russell Mulcahy. Oh, right. And he got all funny about Did it. He? Because it was like an 80s reference and it's like I'm thinking to myself, it's the hugest fucking compliment ever. You, like you could only wish to be compared yeah, to Russell Mulcahy. Yeah, that's right. Russell Mulcahy. wonder anyway. why they think that. Was this your mate or another person? My mate. Okay. Yeah. Well, look. Some people see the eighties as a bit daggy. Well, he would he would have thought he was being sort of innovative, yeah, like it was that's brand right. new. But it's like, but he might have been a kid and picked it up like psychologically. An, you know what I mean? Exactly right. Exactly. And that's what happens. He's my age. It's exactly. absolutely what would have happened. And, and this is why I love this podcast so much because a lot of this stuff comes from our childhood. Mm. And me watching Russell, Betty Davis eyes changed mm. my fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. I was I wanted to be a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted the prick to come out and put a fan up my ass and fucking sheets in my mouth and I wanted to be masculine and fucking yeah. lay on a fucking box with a fucking headdress on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we started. Yeah. I lay on a box with a fucking headdress yeah, on yeah. with a suit on. Yeah, yeah. It would bring the house up. <laughs> it's things like that that you think of that relate it back to the 80s mm. and to how the video was. Russell was before his time though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm – I don't know how anyone could be offended. He he had an incredible way of making mystery sexy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. And it didn't have to be tits and ass. In fact, it wasn't tits and ass. You know what I mean? It wasn't tits and ass. It was You're all exactly right. about just the mystery created and it oh, – 
Oh, it's just you can't quite. But I mean, you got to watch it. You just got to watch it to mm. to to see his effect. Absolutely, and there are things in his videos, just little things that you might remember mm. that I couldn't remember in any other videos. Yeah, you know what I mean. But Betty yeah. Davis eyes. Now the next one we've got is a ripper. We'll give this a play. I love this song. I think it's very musician. Here we go. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. I would have loved to have lived through their time and their influences and everything. I think they just lived such an incredible time coming out of the 70s and into the 80s. It's just, just phenomenal. And they were leaders. I envy them so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can join the tribute band if you like. <laughs> There's plenty of them. I'm, Fuck, I'm okay. I've been counting them. There's so many fucking gyp- – I mean, I love them. But there's too many fucking tribute bands now. Yeah. In Excess, Gypsy, Queen. I know who's the best. Penny's the best. Yeah. Our mate. Yeah. Killer Queen's the best. Yep. Our mate. Yes. In Excessive's the best. And then we're the best 80s band. We are. That's right. So you cunts, you tell everyone, all right? Give up, everyone that's else. Right. Give up. Fucking go. Um, Gypsy. Now, I found this world... This video clip, it was like she was in from another world and she was a gypsy. I didn't quite know what a gypsy was. Mm. I didn't understand it. But I liked what I saw. She's talk- I love it because she's talking, she's singing about herself pre-fame and everything. That's exactly Like right. her younger self. That's right. And this is part of like yeah. what I envy. Yeah, that's right. It's like fuck how incredible. Yeah, because she used to move from – place to place and just, you know, yeah. open up a towel full yeah. of shit and, and stuff. And people only pretend to be that, <laughs> right? She actually did it. She what? People only pretend. She no, did. she opened up a what? <laughs> she opened up a towel and things rolled out. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what happened? Well, like crystals and yeah, stuff. 
feathers. You know, feathers. Yeah. Dildo, just, whatever. <laughs> just shit the just shit found. Fucking teapot. Just shit the shit stolen. What do you need? You people, wrap it up in a people's towel. People's wallets. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, there's 20 oh, bucks fuck, I didn't know oh, I had. fucking towel. Oh, in a towel. Did she just walk around Can't with you see it though? rolled up towel? Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. a gypsy? Yeah, she's got her stuff. Yeah, just fucking. Yeah, not in the bag. Up, not just in the bag, just in a towel, towel. You know? But there'd be nothing to do with the shower in there. No. It'd just, you'd always need a, you'd always need a towel. Mm, yeah. And then, you know. That's right. Perfect. Yeah. You always need a towel. You'd Shake your crystals and your stolen mullets out. tea bags and <laughs> some fucking herbs. Stuff, you know. Sachets of yeah, sugar. whatever keeps you thin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just and, – and she does talk about that, how this was her life mm. before Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And she wrote this about that. Which is a really clever song because we didn't know much about it. Mm. I didn't know much about a gypsy. Yeah. But it sounded fun. I remember like uh, somebody who I was sleeping with once. Oh, yeah? Was talking Another to one. somebody else. <laughs> talking to somebody else and it got back to me. And they said that like he, he lives like a gypsy about yeah. me. Wow. And I, w- I was like... I was. I didn't know whether to be offended or like really complimented. Oh no, I'd be flattered. L- like I didn't think I lived like a gypsy, but I, I, I did. I think every I just creative begged, borrowed, does. and stole. Yeah, you know, like that's, that's right. how I got. By. Yeah, very oh, communal. Yeah. You know, very communal, and yeah. you sort of take stuff if you need. Minimalistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Minimalistic. I had nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And I really think it's an important part to learn mm. because. It teaches you that when you get there, mm. oh, fuck, I used to be like this. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Um, I think in a past life Stevie was a little bit like that as well. Like she's – her hair and everything's very free and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But um, the video clip, he just hit the nail on the head with mm. this one because it was a world we'd never seen before. And I remember as a kid being fixated by it going, how do we get there? Yeah. How do you get there, you mm, know? Mm. So that was the thing we're at that age where it was really, really important to see this stuff creatively. Mm. Yeah. Because that's why we're nuts now, really. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. Now I've got an interview with the old Stevie. Lovely. She was quite shy when she was interviewed. She wasn't as out there as we think. She was quite conservative and she very found, found her release on stage, didn't she? Yeah, well that's right. She spun around too many times and couldn't think straight. That's what I think happened. Here we go. George Stevie, what's it like working with the great Russell Mackay? Well, he's very nice and he's very helpful and he's teaching me, so it's wonderful. You enjoying the shoot? I'm enjoying it. I've never done this before. Is it quite different than the concert piece you did for your, your album in terms of the way you go about doing it? It's, it's very different. It's more like a movie. Like I would think a movie would be. I've never been in a movie, so I don't know. But it's more, uh, it's more disciplined, and you really know that you want it to be good. And so, even though your legs are breaking, you want to do it again until they say it's good. So. Up early to get ready to go to bed. Three thirty. Show business is fun. Four oh four on the exercycle. Four oh eight off the exercycle. In the car and here, yeah, on time. Thank you. Let's get back to work. Okay. Thank you. And that's the thing. The industry is tough. You get up at 3.30 yeah. to do a video clip. Yeah, that's right. 
Now, the thing I loved about Gypsy was she was dancing in front of the mirror mm. and we were all doing that. We were all <laughs> hairbrush kids. Yeah. So we're all dancing in front of the mirror. So when you saw Stevie do it, it, it seemed okay that yeah. you were normal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was sort of reassuring. Yeah. Mm. And I think Rus- Russell directed her in doing that. Yeah. And she went, you know, do you want me to dance in front of the mirror? Is that what you want? And he went, yeah, I want you to dance. So he filmed it, that old... That Marilyn Monroe shot where she gets shot in the mirror with a Chanel, that kind mm. of thing was big in the 80s. Mm. So he shot through the mirror, sorry, behind her through the mirror so you could see her from the front and the back. Mm. That was a big thing in the 80s, that shot yeah. with the yeah. whole, you know. And she danced around and it was beautiful but we were all doing that yeah. in yeah, the 80s right. yeah. as yeah, kids. Exactly right. yeah. Exploring our sexuality, exploring who we were, Dancing in front of the mirror to songs we loved, and it's sort of just and that dreaming self-awareness. of being famous. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what connected me more than anything to mm, that mm. was that you were a gypsy because no one in their fucking right mind stood there in front of the mirror for four hours a day and wanted to be this other person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Everyone aspired to be a doctor, a nurse, or whatever. Blah blah blah. So yeah, I I love. That part of the song. I met a photographer the other night um, mm. sort of within a group of, you know, friends and uh, he completely lived the gypsy lifestyle mm-hmm. and I envied him so much. Like I had I have that, I have that envy as well for, for people like that who can completely let go mm. of like the structures that everybody else enjoys. Mm. And he was like, oh, cause I said like, where are you based? And he said, nowhere. I just. Oh, wow. And like straight, as soon as he said that, he said, I just like follow, you know, follow the work. Yeah. A little bit here, a little bit there. Mm. Like he's there for a while. Mm. He's just a photographer, like documenting the world and getting little bits of work. And mm. he's, he also swung both ways. He was talking about like, you know, oh. having. Some really? relationships with guys and some with girls. Yeah. I was like, what a life. Wow. Like, it was just incredible. Yeah, it was yeah. really interesting. Well, that's right. And it ta- it's bravery. Mm. It's really brave it, to do it. It really is. You know, they don't realize it is, no. but it, it really does. Because you're it, told it, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Why don't you live a normal life? Constantly encouraged to conform. Oh, look, I've, I mean, we've toured a lot with Suits and, and, and Rewind 80s this year. Like, we've mm. been on planes every five minutes. Yeah. I. Fucking love it. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing more I love than working, especially working with Maddie, mm. rolling up to a hotel I don't know, s- sitting in a strange band, having bed, not a band, having a cup of coffee and watching whatever the fuck's on TV. Mm. And a lot of it's shit, but mm. I watch it. I feel more connected to myself than I do staying in the one spot. Yeah. yeah. And when we went to England, Maddie and I, I took Maddie to England. I'd been there three times. And I said, you've got to come with me now because we want to take the show over to England. Yeah. And I said, I want you to come to England so you know what it's like to see whether you want to do the show for mm. Rewind 80s because mm. it's so easy for us to get it over there. I'm an English – I have an English passport yep, yep. if I really want it. Yeah. And I'm the one that pays, you know, yeah. so we could just do it that way. And I've got promoters and stuff in England. So I was – I said to Manny, let's go. And then we went to England and he loved it. Mm. And the thing that he loved about it was that it was just really green and just beautiful forest and yeah. stuff like that. You know, yeah. there's nothing like it. But, yeah, you really do need to have an open mind, mm. you know, especially at our age. 100%. 
going on a plane to do a gig and stuff. Yeah. People don't like it. Like my parents love hearing about it but they yeah. kind of also go, aren't you over it? And I'm like, no. Everyone's everyone's screaming at you to conform and stay in the one spot. And mm. It's like, nah, I still, you know, I want to I want to fucking no. get out there and just see what could happen still, you know. Exactly. Mm. I wish I could be mm. normal but I think you can do all that stuff and have everything else. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Exactly there right. you go, Gypsy by Stevie Nicks. Now, this is where it all started with Rossum Mulcahy. Um, I'm not a fan of the song but I am a fan of the video clip which is really interesting. Now, I actually did not know he did this video until the other day. Big surprise, guys. Yeah, here, here we, we go. go. Very love-hate relationship with this song. I only hate it because the fucking Stand and Forever did it. Yeah. Like I just fucking hate it. Yeah. Like he fucked it for me. Yeah. Um, But I've always wanted Rewind 80s to come out and test tubes. Always. I was going to get the moulds made years ago where you could get in from behind the mould and just start with your hands on the fucking glass. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm. I've always loved that test tube look. I thought that was incredible in the video. Mm. The thing with Russell that resonates with me is it stopped me. Yeah. It stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. You could watch sounds for four hours and Elton, you know, not Elton John, I won't say that because that stopped me. Dinah Ross would come on or something and you'd be like, Although oh. he did Elton John as well. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It used to stop me. Mm. And Elton... I'm not a huge Elton fan. I mm. love, I absolutely appreciate mm. him, but I've never bought an Elton album. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he stopped me, and the thing was, it was things like this that I remember, and I remember just slightly nutting them down in my, like, just putting them in the database in my head, going, "Just remember that." Yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. Um, that tube. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to mm. put us all in like we're test tube babies, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I love it. And I think look, I, the song doesn't annoy me. It's just been done so yeah. much. Yeah. 
the thing there are things about it I like. It's a very nerdy song. It's Trevor Horn. He's a genius. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I love the chick vocal. Oh, oh, lo- oh yeah. Wha- look, you know, a lot of chicks took the. Hey, nah, nah. They took that <laughs> shit on. I want to stab them. Right. <laughs> That was the shit I didn't like about it. Yeah. But the video made it for me and the little computers or whatever they did. But, yeah, no, I know. It's very mm. camp. Mm. And Trevor Horn, very not what Trevor Horn, where he went later mm. on. Yeah. With Brian Ferry and all that stuff. Like yeah. very different. But remembering that this is a video, one of the first videos that was played on MTV. Mm. So, in other words, Russell Mulcahy was one of the first video directors. It wasn't thought of. No one went – he started business cards and went, I'm a video director for your new song. Yeah. You can use me. The oh. guy was on the fucking ball. He was cornering the market from the very beginning. Exactly. Mm. So this is the thing and just the visual – like the visual aspects mm. came from a very creative mind. Yeah. And he can sit there all he fucking wants and say, I don't know what was happening, which is half the interviews I've got. I don't know what was happening. The creativity that came out of him was just fucking amazing. I love that though because he's just following his gut. It's he's following his instinct, you know. Yeah, that's love right. It. So I'm going to play this interview. Um, now Molly Meldrum loved him a lot and that's how I got they, introduced. They sound the same. They do. Yeah. They do and they're very good mates. Mm. Um, Molly knew a lot. Mm. He knew a lot about the industry. And and I, I, I found Russell Mulcahy extremely sexy. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. If you had to put me in a room with Russell Mulcahy and Duran Duran, I would have just died. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just don't know what I would have done. But um, let's have a listen to this fantastic interview by our gorgeous Molly and Russell. I think an old movie's come back to haunt you. Oh, the pig's here. Oh! God, talking about Razorback, <laughs> I wonder if the diamonds are there, mate. <laughs> It's just a private joke between Russell and I of another movie that... Uh, You'll see in the sequel. Yes. Now, listen, going back, you obviously like doing rock clips. Um, we mm. thought that you might sort of give that a miss. No, I mean, I, I can try out a lot of... Uh, I still feel part of the industry of the rock clips and I can still try a lot of my silly ideas in the rock clips. And mm. if they turn out to be a bad idea, at least it's a short bad idea. I mean, I get a lot of that out of, out of my system. Right. Well, I mean, when you look at what have you done recently, you've done, uh, well, Queen, obviously, Billy Joel... New Billy Joel, uh, the new Rolling Stones, One Hit to the Body. Right. And uh, doing Elton next week over in Los Angeles. Right. And have you thought any great ideas for Elton? Well, no, I mean, I, I, El- Elton called me the other day. I, I mean, he's still recording in Holland mm. and uh, mass- you know, he's, he's very happy with it. And he said, I said, well, what, what are your ideas? And he said, well, I think that I should be, it should be dance, I think it should be glittery and camp. Right. That's it. Well, so, I'm I mean, Still Standing was, was certainly a video clip that turned his whole career around. Yeah, you? I can still remember yeah. his smiling face that day. It was well, let's day. see if he's smiling because you're doing that in the US. Let's have a look at the US top five for this okay. week. Can we just want to have a go? All right. At number five, Peter Satira, number five of Glory of Love. That's one show we should do, Countdown. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So Is many it, quirky moments to do with incredible. Countdown. Yeah. Incredible. And I think it would be a really good because there are like there's the obvious countdown, Iggy Pop, Hey Dark Face, you know, that shit that everyone knows. Yeah. But it would be good to just look back at the top ten and the top five in the UK and it just brings back so many memories. Yeah. So that was Molly and Russell Mulcahy. Um, really good mates, like really good mates. Now for it. Video director to be brought in on the show and put in as like a rock star it was a big thing, mm. you know. 
So the next one. Fuck, I'm just looking at some of the films that he yeah, did. Yeah, like, yeah, let's have a listen. Um, he did this film called Swimming Upstream uh, and it starred Jeffrey Rush and Judy Davis and it had young sort of Jesse Spencer and it was all about a dad. It was all about the um, Australian swimmer Tony Fingleton who was a sort of Olympic hopeful and everything and the dad was really like the driving force played by Jeffrey Rush and was really okay. – quite a cruel and I remember watching it sort of just being blown away by the performances of Jeffrey Rush and Judy Davis as the parents. Um, interest, it, you know, it's it's amazing because sort of he really is considered uh, a sort of video music, mm. uh, a, a music video sort of um, genius mm. but – you know, he the, the films, the, the feature films that he did were, were amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. And to think that he started off as an actor. Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. So it was like, will I act or will I do the camera work? Yeah, know? that's right. Which is incredible. Mm. But, oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Now, the one band that I love that he worked with was Duran Duran. You can't take a Duran Duran burger without a bit of Russell Mulcahy. You need to you need to buy both, and uh, I think look, I had a lot of favourite Duran Duran videos, but this one resonated with me because I used to dream about this shit. So let's have a listen to this. <laughs> And sort of like imagine being a boy from Melbourne and working with Duran Duran. Fuck and, yeah. And sort of showcasing them visually like that. Amazing that opportunity because it all started with like planet Earth. That's right. That's Incredible. Well, that's another thing. That was that was him, yeah. Now the reflex for me um, resonated with me because I would have nightmares that a wave would come over and kill me. Yeah, have you? What was your nightmare? Everyone's had one. <laughs> I had two nightmares. My mum had a twin sister <laughs> that would have abused me, 
and then the wave, I'd be standing on the beach and the wave would come and drown me. Wow. Yeah. So when I saw this video, I was fucked up <laughs> but I thought I was normal. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, maybe this is what everyone sees in their dreams. Yeah. So I thought it actually was therapy for me. Mm. Because I couldn't stand on the beach some weeks. If I had the, if I had that nightmare, I and we went to Gold Coast for Christmas. I wouldn't stand on the beach thinking that would happen. That big tsunami was going to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this video for me was quite therapeutic, but also a bit scary. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking clever, because you see the crowd wet. So yeah. it looks like it, at your age, when you're 13, 14, you think this is real. Yeah. And Simon's under the wave and everyone gets wet and there's a chick in lace gloves going, oh, I'm wet on my uh, lips. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, ah, oh, fuck. And it's fucking great. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, great clip. Really great clip. awesome clip. You're singing this at a gig as well. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I really love it. I love it too. I think it's very 80s. I think it's one of those Duran videos that is 80s. When we pitched this show together, remember when we decided to do this show and I said, well, I'm doing a bloody Duran Duran concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to do a synopsis on that. Yeah. It's sort of like that. This was from Arena, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to do Sing Blue Silver, which is the same shit. Mm. Um. But, yeah, The Reflex, what an amazing song. Another thing that used to come up for me with this song was, no, I don't know. I just thought it was incredible. Mm. And I wonder if I had have been old enough to go to a concert, I would have been disappointed that I didn't get wet. (laughs) You would have got wet. I don't know. I don't think they did that. I think everyone, like it was just such, so, so magical. Yeah. You know. So Russell Mulcahy was obviously a huge... Video producer for Duran Duran. So he went to Sri Lanka mm. and did the Rio album. Yeah. Now this is the thing he said. He looks at videos now. They might just come up on the TV, right? And I've actually seen someone that's worked on these videos do mm. the same thing. Bill. Bill did Rio. Yeah. My Bill, the photographer. Yeah. Bill Jackson Martin. You see them on the TV, so you know, Music Max or whatever or something, and it comes up and you look at it and you go, I remember that. Yeah. That's how he was. He was like, I remember doing that. Oh, that's a video I remember doing. <laughs> yeah. But like they don't remember. Yeah. And Bill did the same thing. It was Rio by Duran Duran and it came on Music Max and he was just looking up at it, which is unusual for Bill to be focusing on anything but tits in the room. Yeah. And he went, oh, that's the video shoot I did. Mm. So in Sri Lanka they did three or four, four or five, I don't mm. know. They did Night Boat, they did. Lonely in a Nightmare, like they the did wolf. Hungry Like the Wolf. Yeah. Now, Hungry Like the Wolf, Simon fucked his hair up. Listen to this. Oh. Hungry Like the Wolf, he had yellow hair. That's right. Right? And he hated it. Mm. So Russell gave him his hat. Which became iconic. Exactly. Yeah. So the, hat, the whole sort of like Harrison Ford That's kind of right. Thing. Yeah. He said, wear this. Until we get a hairdresser in to fix your hair. <laughs> and then it wasn't until they got the hairdresser in that kind of went a bit blonder. Yeah. Where he was rolling in the dirt with that woman, mm. which who was a beautiful looking woman. Yeah. Um, 
Very Sri Lankan. I wanted to go to Sri Lanka. I didn't know what it was. But give me fucking tyres and kids and, you know, that shit going on and beaches. <laughs> yeah. I'm there. You know? On a yacht. Yeah. It was just – it just looked really good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he got the hat for Simon. Simon wore the hat. So that's where the hat came from. Wow. It's such a – it yeah. is such an iconic choice. It's very – it, it is sort of, um, you know, like uh, Indiana Jones in the Marrakesh yeah, market. That's right. Know, like amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing that Russell used to do was just close his eyes and see what the music told him. Yeah. It wasn't as premeditated. As that. Like not premeditated. Yeah. It just go, goes with his gut. That's right. You know. So Duran Duran, big Russell Mulcahy. Look, if you don't know who Russell Mulcahy is and you're a Duran Duran fan, you're fucking having a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Because he was a part of the band, I think. He was the the sort of visual element of Duran yeah. Duran, you know, like from the early days to the really big hits. Absolutely. Now, this is an interesting one. I didn't know that he did this video. Good song though, but the video is very the reflex sort of but rocky. Let's have a listen. This is Pete, Mixmaster Hammond, and you're listening to the 80s Montage Podcast. I love this album. Got a lot of time for the old Def Leppard. Yeah. This is you know, sexy, man. Sexy as fuck. He would have loved this, Russell. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. And he loved to make the men look like homosexuals, which I love. Yeah, just make him sexy. Yeah, fuck, mate. Every chick wants to see two guys together. Yeah. Whether you admit it or not. Yeah. And um, now I love it because it was rock. Mm-hmm. But it was a similar situation with the reflex, all the crowd shots. I'm going to actually look at this pour some sugar on me and the reflex. Yeah. And maybe put a promo of our band sort of similar. Yeah, yeah, Like great. of the crowd and. 
Yeah, awesome. They really – this is where I think they showcase the crowd a lot more mm. and that's what you have to do because mm. it creates a community. Yeah, it does. And then people go, oh, my God, everyone goes there, let's go. Yeah, great, I can you be know part what I mean? of that. Yeah, and this is way before social media Yeah, because you could say anything on social media. Yeah, yeah. But this was the way they did – oh, my God, Def Leppard is huge. Yeah. And they were without mm. a doubt but mm. there were a lot of bands that weren't Yeah, that were showing this crowd shit – and it works because psychologically you go, fuck, I want to be there with everyone else. Yeah, I want to be part of the army, yeah. you know. S- that's exactly right. Mm, mm. Speaking of the army, Kiss is coming out again. Oh, wow, fuck. I reckon I've been to a Kiss gig, that's the end of it, whatever, mm, mm. for the last 25 years. Yeah. I just can't believe how fucking stupid people think they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did they cancel us. the last one? No. No, they, they're happen? coming out again. They're doing yeah. Sydney. Yeah. They're going to mime. Well, Ingenious. Paul's going to mime. Ingenious. They look the same is the thing. Yeah, well, that's right. It, that's fucking oath. That is exactly the point. It's fucking ingenious. Ingenious. You could be a hundred <laughs> and put that fucking makeup on. You could bend over and put it on your asshole. And people would fucking go to it, right? That's the same asshole. Exactly. Yeah. It is exactly it. You know what? I don't think they were conscious of it though. No, God no. I think it's Mm. just been genius, I don't know, comes from the fucking gods. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, they're coming back. All right, so the reflex. Pour some sugar on me, Def Leppard. We love Def Def Leppard. Um, Love Bites is another good one of theirs. Yeah, yeah, I love Love Bites. yeah. Very good. I love the harmonies and all that bizarre. Now, Aussie bands that went Russell Mulcahy, not mm. many of them did. No. Interesting, isn't it? Mm. But this band certainly did. Here we go. When everything goes wrong, sometimes it Sexy track there. I fucking ache for Ice House. I just fucking eat them up. Everything they do. This is from the Primitive Man album, which is the one that had Great Southern Land on it, of course. Mm. And I just love everything they do. This was 1982, and this would have been sort of after, um, you know, of course, uh, Planet Earth, Duran Duran, and like Ice House. 
just like Ivor had, he's a visionary. He really is mm. a visionary. He thinks very theatrically and he would have recognised, you know, maybe seen the work that he was starting to do with Duran Duran because in 1982 Duran Duran weren't, you know, they weren't sort of like, uh, you know, world conquering yet. But Ivor would have recognised. Oh, fuck yeah. The, the sort of combination and thought we've got to work with that guy. If you were a musician or a stylistic, you would know exactly what was going on from planet Earth. Yeah. You know. Um, and really brave of Ice House to use Russell. Yeah. Because I guess no one else in Australia was using him. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think he would have priced himself out of the market. At I don't this think stage. he would have either. I don't think he, I don't think it would have been that. It would have been a stylistic thing. Yeah, the Aussies would have been funny about the let's rip it off the the, the mystery yeah. and the sexiness. They would have wanted to... something more grounded. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? right. Yeah, you couldn't be out too artistic. No, not, and, and not too many floating that's right. fabrics. Because there are a lot of fucking people that were trying to rip off this style. Yeah, and. You know, oh, it's cheaper or mm. whatever. Mm. Nothing's ever cheaper. Mm. If someone's an expert at something, pay the fucking money. Man. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because you're gonna get it back. Mm. And this is like the video. Like I had a look at this video today with Ice House. It's beautiful. Yeah. Because you got to remember, Russell did Vienna. Yeah. And that was such an epic. Oh, for fuck's you sake! Know, so it's a little bit Vienna-ish where the girl is at the front door of this mansion and the little boy goes with flowers yeah. and it's very new romantic. You know what he does a lot of in his clips, I've realised, mm. is a lot of sort of um, uh, sort of uh, silhouetting like where he'll have a light from the back that's out of shot but it's shining yeah, in and it makes right. the artist glow. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, that's right, backlighting. Mm. That was big in the 80s. Yeah. We were taught that at school. Yeah, that's right. Like we did photography and art. Yeah. And, f- you know, film. And you look at films Because you've got to remember like that Boy. he was shooting. Yeah, that's right. Mm. He was shooting on 16 mil. Yeah. Not cheap. Mm. They didn't do f- video for a long, long time down the yeah, track. Yeah, no, that's right. So it yeah. all had to be edited very – and it had to – and that's why a lot of videos don't make sense, but it's cool that they don't make sense. Yeah. Because it's how you interpret it. They're like dreams. That's exactly. They don't make sense, well, you know. The, like the dream I had with the big wave. That's right. Right? They're exactly like dreams. I always had the dream of, of as a kid that there was a man at my window. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to run away yeah. out to my family but my legs wouldn't work. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's fucked up, isn't Fuck it? Fucking hell, mate. Fuck. Kids are tortured. Well, it's just, I don't know. We just. I wonder what Leo it. dreams about. I wonder if he dreams about me and Mika, you know? No, no, no. He dreamed about the cookie monster. <laughs> Stuff like that. You don't know, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because you're going to find out because he'll be able to tell you. He gets such a fucking buzz when he sees us every time. When he wakes up, just like, yeah, like he sees you yeah. and he's just like, what a yeah. Cutie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking funny. Fuck yeah. Poor little bastard. Sick at the moment. Oh, what's he got? Just a little cold. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. He's around. also teething, you know. Okay. So, how long has he been teething for? Only sort of two weeks. 
And it's good. It's really gotten yeah. like it's like ridiculous. And now. do you have Bonjella and all that stuff? He hates it. He really? hates Bonjella. Yeah. Vegemite. Then. He's really big on tastes and stuff. Mm. I think it might he just doesn't like the cloves, yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Um but it dumb it yeah. Dumbs you. Yeah, it's just yeah, it just doesn't like the the taste. Yeah. Um, but yeah, are you there's like kids panadol that tastes quite nice. He hates having it, but then he's he's cool like that yeah. for an, for another couple of hours yeah. and then yeah. It's fucking full on, man. God, it's so going so quickly. Oh yeah, nuts. He'll be standing in no time. I remember you not being here in Dallas doing two episodes with me because you were wait you were with I was the in baby. LA. Yeah, yeah. It's mental. Birth. Fucking nuts. You know? And like you could, the, the amazing thing when he was a baby, you could just sit in there and fucking go and get something and come back. You can't, can't do that anymore. No. He'll have let himself down the ground and fucking crawl <laughs> after you now. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. He'll be a good kid though. Yeah, he will. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and you'll know, he sounds like he's really. He might be a comedian or something. Well, I wanted to take him to the gig the other night. I no. know that's ridiculous, but we would have put like earmuffs on him. Yeah. But just to see the crowd the and energy. the band because it was like a fucking, uh, you know, eight-piece band. Okay, so you went and saw fucking Relax, Relax with, Max. with Max. Do you know how loud Maddie laughed when you said that on the last podcast? He was like, ah. I'm like, what are you laughing at? And he goes, relax with Max. They were good. Yeah, no, they're good. I mean, Max, Max's singing capacity is fucking nah. probably 10% of what it used to no, be. No, 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 he's never had a singing capacity. <laughs> no, well, no. it's even less now. Yeah, no, that's what happens. He'd be fucking, what, 80? He must be because I, I said to Mika as we were walking away, I said, that is fucking incredible and that would only exist in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, you know, this is the closest that, that we've got to fucking going and seeing, you know, like like a fucking Latin American band where there's fucking like a hundred members and they're mm. they're just jamming the shit out and everything. And like here's this white guy at the front. And um I said, with with him in particular, it's sort of like senior citizens hour. Yeah, right. Yeah, I will absolutely. But everyone else is fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and this I think is what his he does. wife's on base. Was there a chick on base? It wasn't her. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't her. I don't it was know some, they're together. Some other chick. Yep. Uh, yep. But it wasn't her. His daughter was on lead guitar. She was amazing. Wow. I think it may have been his son on keys. Right. But the daughter, so the daughter's there. She's fucking like hot as shit. She's got this fucking brown mullet, you know, beautiful young chick playing guitar. Fucking yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. We were there with Tanya yeah. and um, Tanya was like, I was doing stuff with them when the daughter was born on New yeah. Year's Eve. Yeah, that's right. And he got the call saying yep. the baby's been born and yep. he just had to fucking leave. I think I remember that. Yep. And, you know, she must be in her 20s now and here we all are, you know, like Tanya It's said. fucking incredible because he, he was the biggest singer at the Esplanade. Yeah. And... I know that he made so much money he brought that venue. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. That's amazing to me. The thing is there was Captain Spaulding. There was Max, Relax with Max. Oh, look, the Cold Stone Boners got there a little bit. But there was a few cover bands that were making fucking so much money in the 90s. That Eddie guy, remember? Eddie in the fucking whatever. Is it Eddie? 
He used to do the the fucking um, um, Robbie Williams tribute thing, and but he used to do Eddie and the Somethings. Eddie and the fucking what from the movie? No. Eddie? No, no, Louis, no. Louis. Nah, Louis's old school. Louis, not old school. Louis was way after the fact. Oh yeah, Louis's after n- yeah. No, no, no. Louis still made money. You know, he made yeah, good but money. Louis was after me. Yeah. There's no fuck like. He's made money because he charges eight hundred a gig, mate. I've spoken to him. Yeah. Now, if I'm not worth eight hundred a gig, you're not fucking worth eight hundred a gig, <laughs> yeah. right? Because yeah. f- there's a, a whole of me mm. and there's three quarters of you, yeah. right? Yeah. So, no, no, no. Louis was way after the fact. This is yeah. going back to um, fuck. Oh, I reckon I was in colours, so it was. Mm. It was yo-yo days, Nisha Fitzgibbon and Chris Becker with the at the thing. It was a really good time in music, especially at the SB. Mm. Um, I reckon it would have been 91. Mm. 91 he was huge, 89, 91. Look, yeah, he should pass it over. Like he should pass it over to somebody because like it's aching. Like the rest of the band are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but It would be what? so hot. If you had this awesome, wouldn't matter if a male or female fucking, as long as they were, you know, as long as they're not fucking like 85 or whatever he is. No, but the thing is he was the first one to do it. Yeah, Because he was white and he's doing James, I mean, I don't know whether he does it anymore, but he was a James Brown cover band. Mm. So the whiteys loved it because they felt funky. Oh, I'm yeah, so they felt funky. Edgy. Yeah. I'm so funky going, get up on it, yeah, 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 get it's up on it. It's weird today though I don't. I didn't like it then, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. not go to the SB to see that band because well, was he was cultural white. cultural appropriation. It's I like, fucking don't like it's it. Like, come on, dude. It's like fucking, it's like Iggy Azalea doing fucking. Exactly. Doing the voice with not rap. Not interested. You know? like, not interested oh, in Iggy. No. You're fucking yeah. not a rapper. Yeah. You're mm. a fucking house cleaner. <laughs> right? I don't like it. I don't like chicks that try and sing Shaka Khan that are white. I yeah. know this is really racist of a white chick. Yeah, it's like I don't, don't think do we the should, voice. No. It's not right. Keep away. Yeah. Do not that's, do Shaka. That's somebody else's gig, I'm sorry. Yeah, so anyway, I remember because I was in Colours and we used to do the Cherry Tree. With mm. t- Tony Coper was incredible, you know. He was yeah. fucking Maori, you yeah. know. That was cooler than a white guy Dancing two-step doing, get on up, get on up, get on Yeah. I fucking would not go and see that shit if you paid me. So I knew it would be a little bit daggy. Fuck, it was full. Oh, of course it was Fuck because was the it standards full. lowered though, babe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there should be something like that that's fucking young and hot. Yeah, but there's not. So they're going to go with the crusty guy that's fucking... Grandkids are in kindergarten. Yeah. I don't, I just, the world's gone fucking backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Like I didn't like it in the 90s. It's loopy. Yeah. I've got suggestions for everyone in what they should do. Yeah. And I think it's not right but it is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I used to hate it because I used to think, oh, I don't know about you. Doing yeah. James Brown, I'm sorry. Yeah. But no one did it. Yeah. So he was the first to do it, you know. 
But anyway, yeah, I'm glad you had a good night. Now, were you meeting up with Tanya or that just happened? No, that just happened. Right. She was fucking right in front of us because I said to Mika, like, the moment the fucking band says a, a word over the mic, Mika, we're not going to be able to fucking, you know, get good standing. So let's go and stand on the dance floor. We stood on the dance floor and then literally as we sort of pulled up, bang, first thing over the mic, everyone floods in. Fucking people all around us, mm. person right in front. And I'm mm. like, I know this silhouette, you know. Mm. And then the very first thing he says is like, oh, here she is, Tanya, this chick here. She's one of the best best drummers in Melbourne. And somebody like went, yeah, Tanya over here. And I like went, yeah, Tanya, and poked her. And she looked around and just fucking shit herself. Couldn't believe well, it. Well, that's the thing. You haven't seen her. No. For ages. No, no, Since a couple of years the now. funeral, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, well, she is. She's incredible. But. That's another really good thing you do as a front person is mm. point out other people. Yeah. To get the crowd on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows right. how to work it <clears throat> yeah. before he opens up his mouth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He may as well bend over and sing out of his ass. He had he just had like he had like young students there and like groups of like fucking South Americans and it was amazing. It was fucking full. And there's nothing else. I knew it would be mm, full. Yeah. I just wanted to see it like after all these years, you yeah, know what right. I mean? Yeah. Fucking incredible. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Great going. Now the next track. Oh, okay. So I was going to play. Now obviously he worked with our mate Elton John. Here we go. So there's an interview. I, I don't know how I'm still standing actually got me. You can never know what it's like. Your blood like when a freezer just like ice. And there's a cold and lonely light that shines from you. You wind up like the red you hide behind that mask you use. There were center files. And then we got there, nothing had been organized. And, and it was like, Elton's here, oh God. So then Elton's then going, okay, what are we shooting? I don't have no idea what we're doing. Don't you know I'm still standing better than I ever did? I said, okay, look, give me the camera. And I'm doing this handheld walking back on the pin, and he's coming towards me singing. And of course, I slip and fall in with the camera. I remember surfacing and seeing the camera system dive in, not for me, because <laughs> I was thinking, but coming up. I've got the camera, and I'm trying to slide this post, which is covered in moss, and, and sliding back underwater. Eventually, they dragged me through the, the hotel lobby, looking like a wet rat. Elton sort of got the idea that there was a problem. I love him. I just love the accent. I love the voice. It's so sort of... Um, Michael Hutchins, Molly Meldrum, mm-hmm. you know, that ilk, that sort of Melbourne cultivated accent but just kind of like fucked up and a little bit drunk, you know. Oh, well, hey, that's exactly what I was going to say. I yeah. think he was drunk yeah. every single minute of the day. <laughs> yeah. no, I've, I've, um, the thing is he was so cultured and went around the world and mm. I think it started coming through in his voice. Yeah. Absolutely. But I love that he's not pretentious and doesn't say, oh, I knew what I was doing. Mm, yeah. Mate. Had no idea. The best thing you can say is I, it 
It's magic. How could you fucking rock up to something? <laughs> you know what I mean? But the thing like, is, you're paying this guy, Russell mm, Mulcahy, to do your fucking video. Yeah. He doesn't have a clue. Yeah. Because yeah. he's probably gone out and swung from the fucking trees yes. and rooted some guy for fucking five hours. Yeah. And, and, and Elton's like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. That okay. was the 80s though. Let's give it a go. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get something. Yeah. Now, he painted, he loved paint. I've noticed Russell loves a bit of paint. Mm. Bit of paint in Rio, Duran Duran oh, yeah. on the ship. Yeah. Bit of paint in I'm Still Standing. Yeah. Might have been the leftovers. <laughs> yes. Actually, I think I'm Still Standing, oh, I don't know which was first. Mm. Might have been Rio second. Around the same time. Because the remember same time. he was hanging out with Duran yep, Duran. At that's the right. Mm. So I love that because he loved paint. Now, the next song I've got, which is. Spano Ballet, mm. who were the hottest pricks, mm. but he's made them look so homosexual in this video oh. and it's the greatest <laughs> for a straight chick. I love this song but they're painting their tits with paint oh, and going down their back. Like fucking yeah, exactly. Fucking let's – this is like porn for kids. Good. I love it. Good. Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Um, Anyway, Elton John didn't know what he didn't know what they were doing. The video was incredible though, wasn't it? Loved it. Like what a fucking video. It, you can't tell me. Like it's just come together so beautifully. You can't remember it. Fucking nuts, yeah. mate. Love it. I love people that live like this. It's fucking art. It's you know what you're relying on? The universe to send you downloads. No, it really is. You've got yeah. an open channel That's to right. inspiration. It's That's what it is. It's open channel, bitch. You've got no blockages where Absolutely. you're trying to fucking make stuff happen or exactly. premeditate. It's just complete belief yep. and openness, you know. And you know Amazing. what? As you get older, you slowly, if you're into it, slowly let that portal open and mm. just let everything happen. You must. It's fucking scary. Yeah. Like even us doing the theatres is fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. But I have the balls to ring Russell and go, Russell, I want you to dress my fucking show. Yeah. And the guy would probably go, no worries. Mm, mm. You know, he just, because he's an Aussie, you know. Yeah, yeah. I do have him on my Facebook but he's not on Facebook that much so mm-hmm. I couldn't get hold of him. Yeah. But one day I would like to speak to him. I think he's a genius. Yeah. And he has worked with David Atkins with Sad Songs, so there's a connection there. Not that great. he'd give a fuck, but anyway. Um, now, this is the homosexual video that I'm talking about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Paint Me Down, Spanner Ballet. Here we go. Good song. Brushing up on sketchbook designs for love and real 
To me, is Spando Ballet. You know what I mean? Fucking isn't it? This is what you must understand, people. Bands are not their hits. They are not their hits. Fuck no. Please don't think that. It's it's the other stuff that they do, which is them. You know? The the, the hits are just to sell the album. You know, I looked through his videos that he'd done and – there was True, there was all these other videos mm. and this song really stuck out. I was oh, like, oh, my God, yeah. I remember this song. This was really good. Yeah. And I think a lot of our people that do listen to this show will totally get what you've just said. But the youngies won't. No, then that's right. And that's who you're talking to. Yeah. But people of our age would go, oh, my God, they've played Paint Me Down by yeah. Spanner Ballet. Yeah. You know. Like it's such a good song. It's like punk funk. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It's what is this? Yeah. And it was risky. Yeah. But it's like sort of Berlin is not take my breath away. No, that's right. You know, um, Pseudo Echo is, is not funky town. No. You know what I mean? And their fans know it. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly right. Their fans know it. Yeah. And the thing is I love this track and the video I thought was fantastic um, I love Tony Hadley. I think he's the most sweetest thing ever. Mm. He's a lovely guy. He's incredible. In the next couple of weeks I'll be able to tell you where my life's going with these bands and what's happening but I can't say too much at the moment. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Mm. Like it's to hear Spanner Ballet and do these songs that weren't commercially successful mm. Is incredible, mm. you know. Now the next track though is my favourite fucking video of all time <laughs> but not my favourite artist. Mm. But this song would be one of my favourite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Really, really good production. Oh, look, we could do it in Rewind Daddies but I don't know whether it would work. I think if the production. I don't know if it would land. Yeah. That's right. And I don't want to fuck it. Mm. But anyway, this is a Russell Mulcahy track. Uh, sorry, Russell Mulcahy video. And it just, you know, he honed in on the teenagers. Yeah. He really resonated with the young kids and what they were going through. How many times did you tell your parents you're fucking running away from home? How many? Fuck. You would have been at least 50. Not as many as I thought about it, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? But yeah. I did it, you know, yeah, like I did it too. Did. Fucking, yeah. yeah. It was like, I don't I don't want to be here. You're not, no, I want to run away from And that's home. a huge step, stepping away think, from the parents. That's it. Do you huge think step. kids even think that far now? In terms of like running run, away from Running home. away. Some kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm not in touch with the kids. Mm. I remember thinking, and I did run away from home when I was about, no, I was 18. I could have stayed at my parents' house for years mm. but it wasn't what I wanted. Like I needed to break away. 
And I think this is where this song really resonates with people that do find their own career or they find a lover or they find someone. It was a really tough time. So let's have a listen to this. This was Russell Mulcahy, uh, my favourite fucking song in the universe. Here we go. his age so he was born in 1953 okay I for some reason thought he might have been born around the same time as me but no he's a lot older and where was he born Mm, Melbourne fucked if I know I'm I'm amazed that they're from Australia Russell yeah. Yeah, I I think it was southeastern suburbs. Yeah, yeah, right. They're not really – he went to – oh, well, he lived in South New South Wales. Yeah. Uh, went to high school there. So he wasn't in Melbourne much. But, like, he did video clips with ACDC and stuff. The thing about this guy is even though he was born in June 23, 1953, mm. he resonated with the kids. Because we, I, my head was blown. Yeah. My head was fucking blown off Mm. in Young Turks because you talked about teenage pregnancy. EJ Daly was the actress in that. EJ Daly is fucking incredible. Mm. Like the hottest, she was the hottest fucking chick in video clips at this time. Yeah. Shorty. Yeah. Curly blonde hair. And they run across the road together. Remember when the green man happens and they run across the road? Yeah, yeah. And Paddy gave birth to a 10-pound baby boy. Yeah, yeah. I, it, fuck, I lost my shit. Yeah, yeah. Because what if that was going to be me? Yeah. What if I was going to meet a guy that I really loved and I fell pregnant and I had gave, to run away? Gave birth to a 10-pound baby boy. Massive baby. It's a fucking big kid, right? <laughs> I just loved the lyrics and what he did in that video was brought the story to life. Mm, yeah. Now, I wasn't a Rod Stewart fan but the fact that this video was 
like an instructional video. It was like an instructional video for teenagers. Yeah, yeah. You get a boyfriend, your parents hate it. You fucking move into an apartment block. No, yeah. it wasn't even that. It was a motel mm. with a fucking fluoro light out the front that cost you $20 a mm. night. Mm. You fucked your boyfriend, you got pregnant, you ran across the road, couple of dances in a fucking alleyway and your fucking life's made. Yeah. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. how I thought it was. Oh, yeah. and there's a clown on a box in the fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like I just fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a Pisces moon. So all that shit resonates with me big time. Yeah. Um, This was just magical. Yeah. I can't falter anything to do with this music video. No. I don't even think Russell knew what he was doing. No, God, no. No. Which it's, is the sweetest thing about yeah, it. Yeah, it really is. Like what what was it, 981? Working with Rod Stewart. 81. Yeah, working with Where Rod Stewart. I'm 11. Yeah. 11 was a big number. We've talked mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. this with me. Yeah. You're 11 and you're watching this beautiful girl she had no belly, mm. pregnant in yeah. the story with this hot guy that had been in Olivia Newton-John videos as well. Yeah, right. He was hot. Mm. Hot. Mm. So it was just magical. I don't I don't know where music happened and where it went wrong but it fucking didn't here. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to quickly look at his chart because I'm fucking – I've always been obsessed – now let's talk about Razorback because Razorback was his real first go at movies, wasn't it? Yeah, that Razorback sort of, I guess it, it followed that thing of, um, you know, it's sort of like how do we do a Jaws but like set it in Australia. Um, and so I guess it's, yeah, <laughs> with a fucking. Yeah, well, that's right. With a he giant... did do a fucking Jaws movie though. He did a shark movie, I think. <clears throat> did he really? Have Russell. a Google it. I'm pretty a... sure he tried to do a shark movie and I'm just trying to think what the shark was called. Uh, look, everybody remembers Razorback. Everybody remembers um, – everybody from the time remembers Razorback. It was really, really well uh, promoted. Um, Especially on Hey Hey it's Saturday. Yeah, and it was just the sort of novelty of having this big sort of killer wild pig that was like <laughs> – you know, terrorising people. Um, yeah, where did they film it? I don't even know. Sydney somewhere, I think. But they used a lot of that sort of backlighting as well. That was a really big feature. It, was, it made it sort of very Lost Boys, even though this it was before Lost Boys. Um, and also Highlander as well he did in, in 85. So Razorback in, in 84 and Highlander in 85. Hmm. Highlander's a good film. Highland, yeah, no, Highlander's that's a right. fucking good film. That's right. Yeah. And he yeah. used he used sort of like a, a lot of the – he used Kim Carnes in it. He used Def Leppard in it. And so what, the song? El- Elton John. Um, uh, sort of, uh, I guess, influences. Influences that he had sort of used in their clips as well. He incorporated into Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was quite loyal. Yeah, that's with right. his artists that he worked with. Yeah. Which really isn't heard of now. Mm. Like you go for the more money now. Yeah, yeah. Like if Elton John, oh, I've got to do fucking Sylvester Stallone's new video. Yeah. Or his new family fucking reality TV show. Yeah. Like there was nothing really loyal about it but he obviously was very – because he did a lot of videos. He only did a couple of artists. Mm. I don't think he did that many. 
He did turn in Japanese. Yeah, that's right. The vapors and stuff like that. Now that's iconic as well. Yeah. But look, for me, it was the first time I'd actually understood that people needed to do video clips. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't I thought they just happened. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? And it's sort of it's film directors didn't do it often. You know, like film directors often didn't sort of it was it was seen as sort of stepping down mm. from film, like to come yeah. and do a video clip. It was it was a very experimental realm, mm. and and so uh, you know, big name film directors didn't. It was per- perceived as sort of lowering themselves to come do a music video clip, whereas sort of Russell really cornered that market, and it it was a it was a new media in in the eighties. Huge. Booming, booming industry. Well, 81 was um, you know, MTV time. Yeah. So he was a cancer. Yeah, right. Really interesting. Mm. Moon in Scorpio. The moon in the, the Scorpio moon would be intense. He would get a lot of creativity from the, the, the um, Scorpio moon. I didn't think he'd be a cancer though. Interesting. Mm. Getting a lot of Piscean energy from him. But um, Melbourne, Australia, they don't sell you whereabouts in Melbourne, Australia. No. But what a legacy, you know. Exactly. I'd love to meet him. I think he would be incredible, you know. He's leaving and now we're going to be taking off. Yeah, 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 that's right. At the end of our show, guys. Yes. Russell Mulcahy. Amazing. I'm glad we did this. This is awesome. Look into him. Look into the videos. Look. The thing is there's something you remember in the videos that is nostalgic mm. basically. 100%. Really quality clips. Check them all out. Check out Razorback and Highlander. Yeah, get amongst it. Russell Mulcahy in the Queer 80s. Queer as folk. Yeah. He was the guy in Queer as folk. Bonnie Tyler. And that wasn't shot back then. Yeah, well, Bonnie, I, do you know what? I'm off Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Because of Standing Forever, they sing it so shit. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I've seen it and I've, oh, you know, <laughs> fucking do. turn around, fucking cunt face. Can't I just can't do. do it. Can't do it. But, um, yeah, 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 look, Queer as Folk was a very groundbreaking TV show as well. Mm. Full of gay men having sex and we hadn't seen that. You know what fucking makes him amazing? He did the flame with Arcadia. <laughs> you know, oh. fuck, he's done some cool shit. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah. just really got to check it, check yeah. him out, guys. Russell Mulcahy, have mm. a look at his um, filmography and look what he's done. Check out the clips. They're really fucking beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Love it. What a great episode. Good on you guys. Thank you. Woo-hoo. If you love... If you love the 80s montage, please get your friends on board and please like, share, rate and review and give us five stars. Write us a little comment in the comment section. Become a subscriber on whatever platform you listen to us on and the best thing you can do is become a Patreon. Absolutely. The Patreon website is patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. If you want to know anything Rewind 80s is doing, it's rewind80sband.com. We're doing Launceston in Tasmania very soon. That's our next one, guys. Okay, so that is 200 deep already. Mm -hmm. Something shifted with us. I love it. I love it because we've just weathered the storm. It's COVID and it's all these interest rates and stuff. Buy a fucking ticket, mate. They've just bombed fucking Japan. We were in war before you fucking know it. Did they? Yep. 
Fuck. We watched it. Fucking China have gone the Japan. I've been too busy. I'm going to have to get around um, this. I think that's what I'm going to have to buy canned food on the way home. I just woken up and not had a coffee, so Maddie was watching it. But Holy shit. yeah, they're starting to fucking shoot at each other. Jesus. Just fucking go out, mate. Turn the music up, guys. We may not have too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. It's not funny. If it's music and mateys. All cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about Unreal. it. Unreal.